Thunder Media. Welcome to Inside Motorsport. Tony Whitlock and Craig Ravel, and we're talking with a man who's, I imagine, looking forward to Eastern Creek, uh, the next round after Townsville. And he's looking forward to it because he'll get out there and show his skill and his ability in an S5000 car, which he has won successfully back-to-back Gold Star Championship. Joey Mawson, welcome back again to Inside Motorsport. Thank you very much, Tony. Pleasure to be on board. Terrific. Now... One of the things, of course, that's been a hot topic for some time, I uh, texted you uh, at the time that Roland Dane wrote about it, and I was very yep. glad he did because it gives you a high profile for a topic that has been a hot topic. How can somebody win two of Australia's premier racing championships and not be given a supercar licence? Well, I understand that that process is well and truly underway. Tell us about uh, that for you and your impending... I mean, nothing's concrete yet, but impending test with Premier. Yes, absolutely. So, um, obviously, I'm very fortunate that Premier, uh, first of all, have been uh, willing to be, firstly, so patient, and secondly, to give me this opportunity to um, join Tim Slade uh, for the endurance events um, at the upcoming um, Enduros uh, at Sandown and Bathurst. Um, So, at the moment, the latest is that uh, I'm awaiting either dispensation or for my gold status to be um, changed. Um, obviously, for, for supercars, they would probably prefer for my, my status to be changed to gold um, so that I'm not awarded dispensation. But as what have, as far as I've heard, um, they'd be willing to give me dispensation if, uh, if I wasn't able to be changed to, uh, to gold status. Um, so um, obviously, at the moment, it's still pending. Um, but... Uh, Certainly, compared to a few weeks ago, it's looking a lot more positive. Great. Now, um, one of the things, of course, is that you've been, for three years, been uh, battling in F5000, learning them as you go along, um, seeing them evolve. Um, the latest evolving evolution will be, in fact, the uh, a new tyre. Is that correct for Eastern Creek? Yep, correct. A new soft tyre, soft compound which will make a, a massive change yet again to the car. Now, you've obviously shown that uh, you're the man who has most earnestly earned the uh, titles you have because you've been the quickest and won the races that you need to. Um, it, it's been a fascinating journey because you've had two or three really serious competitors along that way, including James Golding, of course, who will be a teammate coming soon. Absolutely, yes. So, um, no, it's been very interesting over the three seasons to have basically different championship rivals each year. I mean, year one was Tom Randall, uh, which is my teammate within BRM. Um, year two was uh, was James Golding, and obviously in, in season three now, year three now, it's been uh, young Cooper Webster. Um, so it's it's been good to, to obviously always have to be kept on my toes. I mean, rivalries always push you to, to bring out your best, and... Um, you know, you're only as good as your competition, so it's been um, it's been really good to be to be pushed every year. We'd like to probably hark back into your history because you've got a, a wonderful uh, resume, including uh, quite a substantial uh, overseas stint. Could you tell us something about where, when, and how that happened? Um, yes. So 
Uh, I was in Europe for eight years previously, um, between the years of uh, 2012 to 2020. Um, so I got the opportunity after the end of my under-18s world championship, uh, which I won the final round of in Bahrain uh, ahead of Charles Leclerc. I got the opportunity by Top Cart to be able to get a factory contract, and uh, I immediately took a flight to Europe and started living in Europe um, at the time, and that's pretty much where my European journey journey became um, became a start. So I, I uh, raced for Top Cart for a year. Um, as a factory driver, and then for Cosmic for my last two races. Um, and uh, then at that time, the Australian Motorsport Foundation, which then became the Cairns Foundation, were supporting me, and they um, they came on board and basically supported my racing to be able to move up to what was uh, then French F4, um, and also supporting me in my first year of German F4. Um, when I did my second season of German F4, I got... Uh, sponsored by a group that became uh, Podium. It was called Podium Group, which was headed by Tom Warwick and Jeff Morgan, who were also the directors of uh, the CAMS Foundation um, previously. Um, and they supported my my career um, yeah, from, from then on up until basically I came back to Australia. Um, so I was very fortunate to compete in, in categories such as German F4, uh, French F4, obviously, um, FIA Formula 3, GP3, uh, and then finally, Porsche Super Cup and Porsche Career Cup Germany. Um, obviously, the highlight of that would have been uh, winning the, the CIK Under-18 World Championship round at Bahrain and also my, my German F4 Championship um, up until, yeah, returning back home, which uh, was in 5th of January uh, 2021. Can you give us some idea, and I'm not asking you to be a name dropper because I know you're not, um, but yeah. you've competed against some serious people uh, in those uh, different competitions. Yeah. So do you um oh do you want me to basically name drop who who I've competed against? Absolutely. Okay. So um I've competed against Max Verstappen, George Russell, uh, Charles Leclerc, uh, Mick Schumacher, Juan Yujo. Those were the main ones I can think of off the top of my head. But okay. Um, yeah, I would say out of all those two, the ones that stood out to me the most were um, Max Verstappen and Charles Leclerc. Well, obviously, um, they're now putting their names on the international scene, of course, in Formula One. What yeah. were the things that made them stand out for you? Good question. For me, Max was just a special driver. I mean, it's funny because they were both quick, but they achieved their their speed in a different way. Um you know, Charles is always driving on the absolute limit, you know, always ragging the car and getting 110% out of it. Um, whereas Max, Max is quick, but he makes it look easy, if you know what I mean. From the outside, he looks like he's, you know, he's doing it easy. He's just so smooth, so calm, and just so in control. Um, and it's funny because that's what I saw back then in go-karting, and that's pretty much what you see now in Formula 1. Um, you know, Max always seems to find special pace in the races, Charles always seems to find special pace in qualifying laps in particular. That's that's always been his strength, being able to just absolutely rag a lap out of nowhere. Um, so, yeah, um, for sure, at the time of go-karting, you, you could just tell when you're racing them that, you know, these guys are going to be in Formula 1. Obviously, you don't know what success they're going to have in Formula 1, but you could, you could certainly tell that they would at least end up, you know, in a Formula 1 seat in the near future. I befriended Cooper Webster a couple of years ago 
and um, I already saw it, and I think you've actually touched on it in the conversation we had about Cooper, how even though he's only been in the UK a short time running in uh, GB4, it's already had an impact, and I know that it had an impact on you. Pace hardening in Europe, it just makes you that little bit hungrier, doesn't it? Absolutely. I mean, in Europe, then you know, the rally is the intensity of the racing is just absolutely up there. I mean, um, you know, you're, you're racing hard for each position. It's it's a dog-eat-dog world in Europe. Um, there's not as much respect given out on the tracks. You know, so the mentality there, it's just, you know, everyone's fighting for their careers, really, particularly in the junior years. So it's a lot more ruthless coming up in Europe. Joey, the S5000 cars, can you talk us a little bit about them compared to what you were racing in Europe? Yes, so the S5000 cars are, are very unique. They're obviously a, a very heavy single-seater. Um, there's certainly a lot more power than any other single-seater I've driven in the past, um, but particularly because the cars are so heavy, you know, plus 900 kilos, um, they're not your typical single-seater. Um, they kind of feel, at the moment, on the medium tyre in between, uh, you know, a, a single-seater and a, a tin top, like a V8. Um, but uh, it's very cool that they're they're a very unique racing car. Obviously, with you know the big tires that we have on the back and the front, um, they require a certain driving style. But you know, obviously, it's been a very very good platform for me. I absolutely have a ball driving the S five thousand car, which is why I continue to to want to come back season after season when the opportunity has been presented. And um, it's certainly been a, a good platform for for me to be able to you know demonstrate my skills and um, set myself up hopefully for, for an enduro drive. When you speak to James Golding, what has he been able to tell you about likening the S5000 and the supercar? Um, yeah, he, like we always um, just get together and, and speak about how bloody hard these S5000s are to tame, you know, they, um, particularly on the medium tyre, you, you, sometimes you feel like you, you got it worked out and then all of a sudden, you know, you get lost again. So um, it's... Uh, yeah, it's it's certainly a lot more different to drive compared to the V8, but in some ways, you know, they're very similar in the fact that um, a lot of the focus is on exits. Um, it's also very easy to overdrive the cars, and um, yeah, they're both you know big and heavy, and obviously got a lot of power. One of the fascinating things that's been happening with your saga is that normally a driver doesn't want to get to gold because if you planning to do any gt racing pro-am racing gold status actually can limit your opportunities in other types of motorsport but you're in this jackpot where you actually need it to take the step you want to eventually make absolutely yep no you hit the nail on the head there um i've had a few people that actually came up to me after and said oh wow i didn't know you were silver and we you know we could have benefited had we had we known that in the past so um yeah it's obviously in the fi driver rating it's generally a, a benefit to be undergraded or underrated um which obviously a lot of drivers are um but uh, obviously in this case it, it doesn't help for me to to get towards a supercar seat so um yeah i'm actually doing the opposite to what generally drivers are requesting to the fi which is actually to get upgraded not downgraded I know that Tim Macro would be a driver that you, uh, both a, a driver and an engineer, you respect. I was so pleased when he got out that very first time at Sandown, got out of the car, and I think he won the inaugural race um, yep. in the 5000. And uh, <clears throat> he uh, he said to me that, and I've known Tim since he was a very young boy, and 
he said to me that, you know, they're bloody hard to drive on the edge. And I was yep. so pleased to hear that because, you know, there was this fear that the, the 5,000 were going to be made to be an old man's category. You know, old blokes with a lot of money, they could go and be, and it hasn't turned out that, that way at all. It's been the exact opposite. You and several of these young blokes going again, you know, driving it hard on the edge in a big 5,000 in a powerful, fast car. They are the epitome of motorsport in Australia. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No, they're, they're you know, beautiful machines to drive. I think they put on a, a great show as well. And, um, you know, it's, it's a bit of a shame that we don't get the promotion that the, the category deserves um, because I think they could be a very, very exciting spectacle. You know, they could potentially become Australia's version of IndyCar. Indeed, Joey, but you will get your chance, not in the, uh, the, the twilight, because you'll be racing at Sydney Motorsport Park with the uh, supercars, and uh, that's a great opportunity for a lot of people who may not have seen them, because they haven't had a lot of running in New South Wales as yet, I would think. Um, yep. But it's a great opportunity that weekend for you to get out there and show what you and the, the cars are capable of. So thanks very much for joining us again on Inside Motorsport. Look forward to seeing you and hearing the tales of that weekend. Absolutely. My pleasure, guys. Thank you for having me uh, on the show. Our pleasure to have you, Joey. Good luck with it all and all the very best. Thank you very much, guys. Cheers. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.